Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. And me, Matthew Addy. And we're back again for another episode full of shits and giggles. Yay! Um, I just wanted to say uh, sorry for, I think we missed last week. We did record the episode and I was in the middle of editing it, but I had some family drama and it really distracted me from getting it finished and up. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Um, I will try harder. Matt told me off. Did I? No, you didn't. I'm joking. Because <laughs> I meant to. <laughs> you meant to. But you're probably thinking, like, it's probably the last thing he needs right now. It was. Oh, well, you know. There's always something, boo. This one's an actual thing, though. <laughs> it is real. Actually, there has been some things these past couple of weeks, so it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This one, I don't mind saying, my brother started had my brother started having seizures last week and uh it just really you know he's 24 year old younger brother he's 24 years old never had them before in his life uh it just really really shook me up and like he's fine he got out of hospital the same day and uh, and he's waiting for more tests to figure out what happened but it just you know really shakes you up when your younger brother is you know absolutely it'd be so scary especially if it's something brand new mm. it's got things to do with your brain really hasn't it yeah, like seizures don't happen for no reason. So mm. it was just, it was really freaky. Like it was a really weird week last week. So, uh, but sorry, everyone. I am sorry about that. Uh, not that like I could help it, but I'm, I'm sorry that we've missed. So I many think you should just apologize. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I also think like August has been a weird month for us because we had so much on. Um, I'm so happy because this is the last, so last weekend is the last of all of my plans because yeah. for july and august it's just been away every weekend and moving and all those sorts of stuff and i spent too much money and now i'm finally in a place where i have no plans until christmas which quite, for me is great i mean there nice. will be plans they'll come in yeah but i just i knew about all of these plans in like june mm. and so yeah to get it out of the way now i can spend time at home i really want to get into netflix <laughs> as well as spending more time on things like this podcast and actually I don't know, just other things that interest me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to figure that out. So yeah, I'm super excited. Well, speaking about weekends gone, what did you get up to this weekend? Why don't you inform us about your trip? I was in Ireland. Yeah. In the west of Ireland. Nowhere near Again. me. Again. Pardon? Nowhere near me. Nowhere near me. Near you, pardon me. So I was near Galway, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's this place called um, Castle Bar. Have you heard of, well, I mean, you're in Northern Ireland, so I don't know, but it's West Island. Mm. We fly into a place called Knock, and then we drove like sort of half an hour to where we're staying. And the reason why we went, I think I'd mentioned this before, is um, my mum's mum was Irish, and she was mm. born on an island and lived on it for years until she moved to London called County Clare. And it's this tiny island at the moment, I think it's about 140, 150 people on it. And so we went to Ireland to visit this small island. Um, and so we stayed in Castle Bar. And then on Saturday, we got the ferry over to this place. And yeah, it was really, really nice. It was a lot of walking. I mean, this island was deserted. <laughs> it was like, there's no, there's one cab that goes around, this big like sort of red van type thing. Everyone had their cars, but the cars looked like they were third world cars. Cars like they were just were not new. They were all beaten up. Some people had a cling film for windows. There were just sheep and cows everywhere and horses. All over the rugby pitch, they had this one rugby pitch. It had one shop, one community center and one bar madness crazy uh, so we walked around for about three hours up all oh, of these hills i bet you love that oh you know i was quite powerful like you know because my mom and stuff love old people so they were just partnering along <laughs> but we all did it and it wasn't awful the weather was weird 
like it wasn't cold it was and it wasn't even raining it was as if like there was mist in the air um mm. but we went to see the house that my mum's mum grew up in um, oh, which is quite decrepit actually a lot of the house was being built there which is really yeah it didn't look great it wasn't pretty i must say no. um yeah and they had this they had this event this event happening where so on this island there was this 13 year old kid who'd killed himself driving and the car flipped and fell on top of him jesus i know it's really bad 13 years old and they have something called like i think they called it monk's mass or something i don't know mm. but people from the island and outside who like might have been from there are locally on the mainland um, came over to have this mass at like one o'clock. So basically everything stopped between like 12 and two. So the one mm. shop was closed. The one bar was closed. The one cab was gone. That's why we had to walk around. And we walked past the mass and stuff. And it was quite, it was quite sad, but also, you know, it was very interesting to see. Yeah. So that's what we did. My mom got lost. Where? The first three in the airport. Oh. <laughs> we lost my mom in the airport when we arrived. Oh my God. It was such a big drama. We thought she was, we thought she was kidnapped. In Ireland. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, it's unlikely he'll listen to this, but my mom's got this friend and he lives in Ireland, miles away, 120 kilometers away or something. And he knew you were coming and he was like, oh, I'll come and meet you at the airport. There's no way near, bearing in mind. He had to drive like three or four hours, some stupidness. She was like, don't show up here. We have things to do. Oh. What does he do? Shows up. He shows up. We were like, oh my God, I can't believe he's here. I can't believe it. How rude. It's really rude, isn't it? We had really plans. We had to be yeah. somewhere. Uninvited. Like, told not to go yeah, don't come bitch we don't want to see your face so we went to get our rental cars and she was there and we were like fuck's sake because he was like oh we should all get some food and we were like we can't we've got plans we need to go here and then we need to go there whatever um he didn't really understand so my mom ends up going in his van and we we're all supposed to drive together and we're supposed to go to this meeting point we go to this meeting point it's just him and my mum in the van in their van uh, my mum's cousin in his own car and us in our car and we're waiting they don't show up we're getting all stressed. My mum's phone doesn't work. She's got such an old phone. There's no like, I don't know, international calling or something or, you know, had to be unlocked. He doesn't have a phone. We don't even know his last name. And we're getting stressed because we need to go to get the keys for the Airbnb because he gave us a half an hour slot. Shit. So we went to go there. They knew where to meet us. We said the Lidl in Castlewa, but they don't come. And then two hours later, my mum calls. And we were, we were just like, oh my God. We thought we had to call the police, you know. Try and find her. Maybe he's kidnapped because this guy's really weird. He's really. Oh my god! Why would your mum get in the van? She knows him. She's known him for years. It's just that he is fucking weird. And you know, we just always thought that he just like secretly loves my mum. The way that he talks, I don't know. The way he is, it's just it's not cool. Um, oh, it's freaky yeah. that. Then he comes. So he drives over, and then he's like, "If it wasn't for me," and he was going on it. it was, if it wasn't for me, your mum wouldn't have got here. We're like, if it wasn't for you, she wouldn't be fucking lost. Oh my God. Turns out they got stuck in the car park for like 40 minutes. And he was like, yeah, you just left your mum. You just left her. If it wasn't for me, I'm mean, like, fuck off. You're not even supposed to be here. Like, you didn't just leave your mum. She could have got in your car or your cousin's car or whatever. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, but they sat there and waited thinking that we wouldn't have left her in the airport, which we did because we wanted to get the keys, but we were going to go back. Anyway, she called. It was all a big drama. And then we got over it. So that was good. But Adam was really nice. Adam was yeah. really, really nice. We had all right weather last weekend as well. Or it was just weekend past, I guess. Um, Sunday was good, but yeah. the Saturday wasn't great. No? No. Um, yeah. Mm. What about you? What did you get up to? This weekend, I went to watch my first hurling game. So I know the sport, but I didn't really ever watch it. A couple of my friends here play for a team and I went down to watch and it is fucking brutal. I have to say, like, I... I, I could never play that sport. 
people getting whacked with mallets and like you know the ball goes up in the air and people can grab it with their hands but people can also hit it out of the air oh so yeah like, you have gloves no gloves the only thing you have is a helmet so they're just getting broken fingers oh like literally it's such a scrappy and then everybody fights when something doesn't go wrong <laughs> it doesn't go their way everybody fights I would that's hard. <laughs> they hard it's actually it's a yeah it was ladies now no joking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, it was a very aesthetically brutal, aesthetically pleasing sport because they all wear like short shorts as well. Oh my god, I need to watch it. It is actually, it is, and you know, what? it's such a like. I have no idea what was going on, but it was such a fun sport. And you get like, like I remember, you get three points if you hit it in the net, and you get one point if it goes over the bar, like in rugby. But did you not play this in like school or anything like that? No, it's a very Catholic sport. Okay, because you're Northern Irish. No, you can, you can still play it up here. It was just our school didn't offer it. Um, I wouldn't say it's a very Catholic sport. It probably is a very Catholic sport. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and then obviously Gaelic football. So fun. Like, it was a lot of fun, I have to say. Unfortunately, the game I watched, the, ge- the team I was supporting, they lost. And it was the last game of the season. So. Oh, it's a summer sport. Yeah. 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 But I'll go watch more. Like, when I get a chance, I definitely will. Next year, yeah, and what else I do? I've literally been bossing the gym, and I'm very happy because I started the gym. I put a really cheesy quote on my Instagram there now, which was what was it? I don't know if you've seen it. If you don't work hard enough, <laughs> something about some change, live life and love. It was some bullshit. It was <laughs> change ain't gonna come if you I, wait for it. <laughs> no, I'll just say it. it was life doesn't get better by chance, it gets better by change. Oh my god! You must yeah. have been crying as you typed it. Like, don't get But yes, no, I've I've been hitting the gym quite heavily these last few weeks, and I've lost a good bit of weight. Um, I think I've lost a total of five inches off my waist. When I say waist, it's my belly waist, so the measure waist across your belly button. Um, so I've I lost five inches. Um, yeah, I was measuring down my jeans, and I was like, "Well, you know," because I was like. They measured my waist and I put like, it was whatever it was, I'm not going to say, but um, I was like, oh my God. What, your weight? You're not going to say what your what your jean size is? Well, well my jean size is 36. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what I wear. Yeah, I was I was 36 pushing 38 when I, and I was like, I was like, I lit, my decision to get heavily into the gym was to not when buy. Was this? Well, you see, because I went to start the gym again last year. And I took a seven-month break for Christmas. <laughs> I went back. I got I got shamed into going. I, I walked into the coffee shop here, and all the PTs and everyone sat around the table. And I walked in. And I was like glaring at them with my eyes. I was giving them this, and I walked past, walked past, got my coffee, and left again. And just as I was leaving, one of the guys who owns the gym, uh, Mickey, he was like, um, "Oh, hey, I showed you going." I was like, "Oh, hey, guys, didn't see you there." Uh, this group of gods <laughs> all, all, yeah, probably all topless as well because they're all immaculate and I was like oh, I will come out again and then they all laughed and then I was like well I'm not going to prove them wrong by these dickheads so I jumped on my bike and went out the next day and joined back up and I've not looked back since so that was that was back yeah July so, so yeah. yeah I've like it is like I think we talked no it was June. It was June because I think when the first episode we talked about 
me going back to CrossFit. So it's been then, see here, and I've, I think I've, I've not lost a lot of weight, but I've lost a lot of fat, which is good. So I'm still, sure. I weighed myself today, I'm 97, 97.1 kilograms, which is... I didn't realize you got that big, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but then I've always carried my weight well. Like I know, like front on, when I turn to the side, you see the Buddha belly, but front on, it, you know, like I do carry, I think I do carry my, I'm very lucky that I carry my weight well. Um, uh, yeah, I've always looked, I mean, that's nearing the kind of weights I, uh, I've always been. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've always been really, really big and stocky. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of mine is sort of muscle as well as fat. Plus, I've got like really wide hips. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have to wear like big jeans. Because my actual hips or waist, well, I said wide hips, like where you put the jeans on isn't so small. But because of my legs and my bum, I had to get a bigger size. But I refuse to do that now. And that's mm-hmm. why I get a hole in every single pair of jeans. Yeah, well... A bigger size well i've got i got denim to spare if you want me to send some over i always did i put those patches those little guards inside <laughs> my that's yeah. where it always comes so yeah that's that's it that's pretty much been well your weight loss is kind of not your weight loss but i think it's got something to do with what i want to talk about today so you want to talk yeah. about me let's stop talking about you for this moment i'll bring it back to you so lucky you um <laughs> But yeah, let's talk about, I'll start with what I want to talk about, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. This weekend, Cosmopolitan had put someone on the front cover called Tess Holiday, and she is a plus-size American model. She's a model. She works as a model. She's plus-size. She's really, really big. And yeah, she made... This was the first time that Cosmo had put someone on the front cover that was um, not model-shaped, yeah? So a plus-size model. Okay, yeah. Not a stick thing. Mm-hmm. And Piers Morgan... Which is, uh, which is a good thing. Well, Piers Morgan doesn't seem to think so. Right, well, I mean, Piers Morgan... He went back to Good Morning Britain, and he said that it promotes obesity... It promotes unhealthy eating because she's not like, she's not even like, she's not like regular size. She is really big. Okay, let me have a little Google. What was your name again? Tess. Tess. Holiday. Holiday. Well, that's a nice name. It's not her real name either. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, here she is. Can you see the cover? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, she's not. She's very curvy. I mean, she's big. She's, you know, she is obese. She's a plus size model. Mm. She's very large. And he said that. And the reason I said, well, so you think it's a good thing that she's on the cover? Well, I think, like, I think it's a good thing that the magazine's breaking away from stick thin models. Absolutely. I personally would never want to be that weight. And to me, it's not more, it's not a, it's not a weight thing. It's a fitness thing. If she's that, large and fit you know look at props and rugby they're large guys but they're also really really fit well that's what i mean because he's like it's unhealthy it's unhealthy and you know because she's morbidly obese right Mm. um and he kept on using that word which i think is a bit harsh maybe a bit unfair i don't know what Mm. you know unless you know her or someone's ins and outs you Mm. can't say whether they're unhealthy or not i know that in fact that's what we have this stigma you know someone's thin they must be healthy um someone's larger Mm. It must be unhealthy, which isn't true. Exactly. I don't think it's true. You don't know if she exercises regularly. We don't know what her diet is. We don't know what, if she smokes, drinks excessively, 
all we can see is a picture of this person who is larger than what you normally see and then he's deemed her as unhealthy i understand i feel like i understand what he's well i understand the perception i don't understand, i don't want to say i agree with him right because i don't i don't agree i actually don't agree i think it's important to have a diverse variety of people available to see right mm-hmm. so if it wasn't her then it would be you know someone who someone with a hijab or something like that you know mm-hmm. kind of things like that but obviously this got to do you know being that large you can question whether they're healthy or not and the problem is, is the article doesn't really talk about her health which is fine because i don't think you need to talk just because someone isn't stick thin doesn't mean you then have to directly go to their health because that's not the point of the cover yeah in my mind but i thought it was a bit much i thought it was a bit I thought it was out of order, actually. I thought it was really out of order of Piers Morgan to say that. But, although I can understand that she isn't tiny. She is also not average size. If there was a medium, a medium yeah. of like size for women, you know. Um, but it's sort of like they've gone from one extreme to the next, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's. I mean, I've just been looking at more pictures. She's a she's a big girl. Which if she's comfortable, fair. But it's. You can't on one end say models are also too skinny and that's not healthy. It looks really sickly. And then you just go to the other end of the spectrum. It's That's the only thing I'd like to know. She's, she's, she's large, right? So I think it's important to have a wide range of people visible. Yeah, totally. But is she unhealthy looking? Um, I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I think I agree. Then that if, if society is putting put into me and saying that people who are that big are unhealthy, I think we're, we're taught obesity is bad for you, right? But well, that's a fact. It, it is bad for you. Like it's a strain on your organs, your heart. You know, it's oh, it's a tricky one because in the world we live in, you can't say anything wrong these days. I mean, well, he didn't say anything wrong. He was pushing, pushing it. Like if you watch the video, you know, he went. Oh, he did go off on one a little bit. I would say it was a rant. It was an out and out rant. And then the editor of Cosmo came onto the show as well, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> They hyped up a little bit on their website, Cosmopolitan. They're look, watch the editor-in-chief own Piers Morgan. And I was like, I don't think she owns him. Oh, she doesn't click, have much of an argument, eh? Clickbait. Properly, yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't. She doesn't own him. She barely has an argument. She's like, you know, these people need to be seen. Well, everyone needs to be seen. It's not, you know. He said that she was doing it for clickbait, putting someone like her on the front cover, which I don't think, you know. Potentially, yes. But that's the whole point. You want more people to see yeah. larger people you know, on TV or any sort of diverse um, range of people. You, that's what you want. So if you're the first to do it, then fair enough. And is Cosmopolitan the first uh, publication to do something like this? No, I don't think so because there's a famous one um, model who does America's Next Top Model and she's called Ashley Graham. And I think she she's the first plus size model to go on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Ashley Graham G. Yeah. She is a big time plus size model, really well known in the industry. Oh, but she's not as big as her. No, the, so when the you gr- talk about Kirby, the, gr- the girl I just googled here is not as big as Holiday. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So that's tough because she's not. At, she, yeah, she's not as big. You know, like she's this girl's beautiful. Well, yeah, she's a model. She's a supermodel, in fact, and she looks like. Well, I think I might be straight. <laughs> Um, Tess Holiday, she's got a cover on a magazine called Self. So I'm still looking at Ashley Grimm. She's gorgeous. She's also <laughs> really nice. If you watch her in America's Next Top Model, she's a really good judge. Okay. Um, right, okay. But so she's not the first. I think it's the first time Cosmopolitan have put someone. And I think it's the, one of the first times in the UK. Mm-hmm. So Cosmo is a UK uh, magazine. Is it only UK? 
I don't think it is only UK, but this this edition. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Was um, a UK one? Oh, I don't know. I think. I mean, I think it's bad to promote this level. I don't know. I think it is bad. I I don't know. Oh, it's bad to promote this at the same level, at the same way as it's bad to promote girls who are too skinny. It seems like two extremes for sure. Yeah, and I think Cosmopolitan might have done it for the sh- the shock factor, like you said, clickbait. Or I didn't say that. Pierce Morgan said, "Sorry." Yeah, <laughs> just to be clear. Well, you um, and him are pretty much the same mind at the minute, so I, w- I would say so. Yeah, I'm definitely we are one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then also, it is important to have. I could probably keep flip flopping because you, you know, I think there's a level of you know being healthy and taking care of yourself, even if you are a thicker set person. I count myself as a heavy set type of person. So I'll never be stick thin, you know. I've got really wide hips. Um, I'm shaped like a pear. Mm. My legs are really, you know, they're really meaty. There's a lot of size to them. But um, you're, you're healthy. You play rugby and you go on three-hour walks around Ireland. Three hours. You're you're a, you're a healthy person. Like again, but I'm not healthy. We're not. We don't know. Tess holidays, like you said, we don't know her exercise regime, smoking, alcohol drugs we don't know what what she puts into her system and what she does to balance it out she might be incredibly healthy yeah that's the thing and i guess you need kind of when you talk about health it's not just about your appearance because mm. there's times i struggle climbing up a set of stairs i mean i have that most days yeah Ooh, the sweat it's my knees though in all fairness but yeah i'd be like i'm trying to not breathe heavily i'm like <laughs> but i don't want people to know that it was really hard for me to walk up those stairs so you're like holding so, your breath at the same time yeah i'm trying to like do it really like <laughs> keep the diaphragm in place yeah yeah i'm trying um, to hold it really really strong so i was like god this this what's up <laughs> and then if somebody says you're right i'm like i just stubbed my toe but that's why i think like i'm definitely i can't be healthy because you know i do play rugby every now and again and i do exercise but i do struggle on certain things and stairs are one of those things that really kill me mm. like it's true um and i'm bigger than i have been for a long time and i've always been technically obese like even when i was smaller so that's why I don't like a lot of these things where, you know, people... Just... I, th- I think the skills that say obese is wrong because my f- one of the guys I went to school with or uni with, he was, in the, he was in the RAF and he played rugby and he looked like an athlete. But because of his size, he was so big, like as in muscly big, he was classed mm-hmm. as obese. But he wasn't, like he wouldn't look, he wasn't like a bodybuilder. He wasn't anything like that. It was just... But they just think because you're a certain height, you have to be... Um, a certain, a weight. certain weight, which mm. is not true. No, no, no. Mm. I'm just reading up about Tess Holiday now because I want to see if there's anything about because she's an activist over you know body positive, mm-hmm. bo- bo- uh, body positivity. Pardon me. And she said she embraces the word fat and advocates that people should be able to eat as much and whatever they want without suffering from social ostracism. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I love how you just ask me these questions. <laughs> you like come up with these really hot questions. Like, so what do you think of that? I'm like. Okay, well, what's your opinion first, Matt? I just, it's difficult to say you should be able to eat as much as you want, whatever you want, because this is against without suffering, so being ostracized from society, which is fair. You know, you don't want us to stand out for the wrong things or people put, notice you because of these things. But I don't know if I believe with the statement that like you should be able to eat whatever you want as much as you want, because that's what leads to, can lead to unhealthy lifestyles. You yeah, know? I disagree. I I don't think you can eat what you, I mean, you can if you balance it out of exercise. Like, right. Right. So part of, like, for example, here 
live with my mum. My mum's got a bad back at the minute. Well, she's had it for a couple of years, since, hence why I'm here. But um, I've recently got my mum to give up smoking. Mm-hmm. You know, she kicked a 30-year-old habit, which is great. But the first thing she went to do is eating, and she has put on so much weight. Uh, uh, this is your mum? My mum, yeah. Oh, that's what smoking does, isn't it? A lot, a lot when people finish like smoking. Yeah. Straight up to eating loads, yeah. Um, and she, she, she won't mind talking about it because, first of all, she doesn't listen, but also I, I tell it to her face. She's put on weight. But I'm trying to explain to her now, mum, you can't eat what you want and expect to not get fat. You have to think about the consequences of what you eat. You're unable to do exercise, so it's all about the balance. And I think, yeah, in order to eat what you want, you need to be able to go out and exercise because it's not just, sadly, it's not just your own health. It's also, I mean, if you're in the mindset where you want to eat whatever you want you and being body positive, you also then maybe perhaps don't care that much about your own health if you're not, if you're not balancing out with the exercise, which is fine. That's your own personal choice. But there's also mm-hmm. str- strains on the NHS. If you're going to be larger and live an unhealthy lifestyle why sounds bad but why should we pay for it well i think i don't know if it's like cares because i think sometimes it can be a compulsion i also think you know it might if it's overeating like overindulging in many things if it's there can be sort of mental health aspects to it um i know that i eat out of comfort so when i feel like really bad about something if i have a tough day or if i'm feeling quite sad and stuff like i eat i know it for sure yeah but we all we all do that I don't think everyone does. I think I wish I was one of those people that go to the gym and be like, oh, I'm going to exercise the pain away. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not me. Um, no, I think a lot, a lot. It's not uncommon for people when they've had a bad day to sit and eat. Like, I think, it's, I think to go with their vices, just in general, whatever vice they have. I know that for me, it's like bad food is one, is one of my things. And you know, different people have different things. It's my thing as well. Like, mm, yeah, I, chocolate a lot, don't you? Oh, my God, chocolate, yeah. I should have read this before we went into it as well. It does also say that she trains um, with a personal trainer four times a week, as well as hiking and swimming. But she says that she doesn't believe, she doesn't diet because she doesn't believe they work. And I guess that's important because... Well, it is important because it means she's not just like sat at home eating and being all like, I love my, love my body, eat, eat, eat. She's out there being healthy, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. I guess it should be a different measure of what we're trying to say is healthy necessarily. And more than anything, even if she were unhealthy or not, I think there are plenty of other people out there that live, might live similar lives to her or be a similar shape, maybe to unhealthy lifestyles and stuff like that. But the fact that a little bit at the end about being ostracized, I think is quite important just because you may not have complete control of the way that you eat. doesn't mean that you should feel ostracized from society because there are people that are, who don't eat anything who won't necessarily receive the same treatment because they don't look unhealthy but they could well be you know yeah um i don't know if malnourishment is the same has the same weight with the nhs i don't know if that's a massive um hit on public health there because obesity is a hit on the nhs like you said paying for it is a big deal especially when fair enough people haven't sought help when they first start and they end up being really large if they end up being really large, go to the NHS, get help, and then continue the same cycles, then you think, you know, should you continue paying for something where someone will continue, continually not help themselves? Mm. This is not necessarily the same, but those, I think those kind of things happen. I think those cycles don't get broken. My little brother's dad, he keeps going to hospital for smoking cigarettes. He's not supposed to because it will just throw him, just destroy his body. Mm-hmm. He keeps going to hospital. He can't breathe. And he keeps doing it. He keeps, keeps doing it. 
Yeah. And then he stays in hospital for a week and he's killing himself and he doesn't want, and that's being paid for, you know? And I guess it's the same thing. If someone continually goes back into it, even if you've been told that you shouldn't, because this is what you know, your body tells you to do it and you're not using all of the help that's provided. Well, I was just about to say smoking as well. It's, it's yeah, very similar. Like there's, there's a lot of strain in the NHS from people who are in there from their hearts and problems from smoking. And I'd be interested to know what our listeners think. Um, about the magazine cover yeah because i don't think i have a clear idea <laughs> in one i think it's really important to have someone on there that what as not on the front cover or just, just somebody on the front cover someone that isn't skinny stick know, thin stick thin model i think stick magazines thin. should go with people who oh no i won't say it i was gonna say people oh i'll say it I was gonna say magazines should go with people, a more variety of people, not in the in the middle, because that's where the majority of the population are. Mm. We're not stick thin, and we're not obese or larger or plus size. I mean, I just think as a percentage of the population. Yeah. So the next cover should be something else that isn't necessarily just a model. Yeah, back to another model. You know, yeah, but or is a model, but isn't more Ashley Graham, model. please. Pardon? More Ashley Graham. <laughs> she's too big time i think she's massive like she? in terms of fame she looks a bit like nigella lawson yeah for sure i love nigella lawson and i don't know her cooking isn't that great i literally just bought she her christmas book. That. oh my god what i bought her christmas book the other day everything's so indulgent isn't it well i have to, i had a nigella christmas i cooked christmas dinner this year and it was a nigella christmas it was all butter it was butter. <laughs> we just roasted butter and put it in the table. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. So good, though. Anyway, uh, I do say well done for Cosmopolitan, but I think, and I don't think that it's right to then just assume that she's unhealthy. But it'd be interesting to see, to go from one extreme of like a thin model to someone who's so big. Mm. I wonder what that message does. I'd like, you know, what kind of message does it send? That's something I can't understand. I'm not really clear on it myself. I'd like to understand what kind of message it would send is it one of unhealthiness or is it everyone should be visible which is fair um and accepted what do you think i mean in prep for this i mean it wasn't for example and maybe they did it just to totally avoid the whole health and fitness thing that would obviously be a repercussion but i'm just thinking the scenario that this would you say the editor was on with pierce morgan Mm -hmm. and he's saying that she's unhealthy but she clearly does exercise and does do this would it not be in Cosmopolitan's better interest to have that sort of research ready for these sort of comments? Well, that's why she didn't own him. Yeah. But also, then I would be like, it might be in their best interest, but should you stick up for someone or battle their point by saying, well, actually, they do exercise, so... Because is that the point? Well, if Pierce Morgan's saying that she's unhealthy, then the point would be, well, no, she is plus size, but she's also very healthy because she does this and she does this and she does that. Fair. That's it. Could be absolutely. So I think it's actually um, bad and cosmopolitan to not have that sort of answer ready to defend the person they put on the front. Should she have to justify and give out this list of exercises in her regime, though? Who? Um, Tess. Well, she did in another like, interview. So she does. Well, that's where you've read it, didn't you? No, I said that she doesn't. It's not about the interview. Isn't about. No, no, but in you read it somewhere else online. Oh yeah, yeah, but not on the cosmopolitan. Thing. So, yeah, they would have had to look somewhere else. They would have had to look somewhere else, not necessarily in the interview they had with Tess. Do you know what? I can't even... It's bad on Pierce Morgan if he's going to make such an outrage. Well, it's what he does, isn't it? I was going to say, well... 
Yeah, but like to not even research. I mean, you looked what there and you found it inside five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Pierce Morgan. What can you say? The That's guy's a for. the guy's a tool. I know. Mm. Anyway, I just thought but, it think because I had this like fleeting moment of thinking, well, what if what he says makes sense? But I think I've worked my way around now to thinking, well, it, there is a need for it, and regardless of whether they're healthy or not, the fact that people are visible of all kinds, the representation needs to be there. I think I'm more comfortable with it knowing that she is healthy and she does have an active lifestyle. I'm thinking now that it's not, that's not the point of it. And so it's not necessary to know whether they're healthy or not. Uh, healthy, whether they are active or not, pardon me. Well, I don't want to go back into another kind of debate, but <laughs> surely it's better to promote something that's, yes, big, but also healthy than just being big. And the misconception that people can be that big without any health risks. But then you're justifying your size when it's more about actually it's best to promote you look the way that you do and that should be celebrated and not ostracized regardless of what you do you should be proud of yourself well you should be you know you shouldn't feel bad that you're larger but you shouldn't just be complacent in the fact that well because there's a plus size girl in a magazine i'm okay to be this big pass me some more food but a model doesn't have to then every time they do a cover justify their weight by saying, well, actually, I do eat five meals a day. It's all about justification as opposed to... Well, you know. I think if you're going to be a role model for people, you need to give the insight into the fact that, yes, I am a plus-size woman, but the facts are there to say people who are larger tend to be more unhealthy and don't exercise. I do do that, and that's why I'm comfortable being with who I am because my health isn't at risk. And it's difficult because she's so large. She's like, very large. That, that's what gets me, I guess, because maybe there is a certain level of it and she is so large. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'd be interested to hear what our listeners think. So if they would like to leave a comment on our Instagram, they should do that. Or a Twitter. Or tweet, tweet. Yeah, that's a good idea. Twitter's good. Mm. Wow. I don't think... Do you want to talk about something else? Because we've been talking about an hour and... Have we been talking over an hour, have we? Well, no, almost. No, about 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Um, I don't mean it as in, do you want to? I mean, literally, <laughs> like... Uh, do you want to? <laughs> Well, I was going to talk about um, Eminem's new album came out, and we can make okay. it really quick because so Eminem's new album came out, and he did a Beyonce, and he landed a surprise album on his fans. I've listened to the album; I think it's a good album. It's more back in line with how he was when I was a teenager growing up with his first two Marshall Mothers MP and whatever else he did back in the day. So I quite liked it, but there's a song on there, and. The song is called. Blah, blah, blah. I was listening to it earlier on, and I forget the name of it. I think it's called Fall. Yeah, it's called Fall. And he basically calls out. I don't know these people. I'm not cool enough. But Tyler, the creator, I think calls him a faggot. Now I don't like using that word, so he uses that, and he's got a bit of backlash for it, being that you know it's 2018. You shouldn't be using words like this 
in your lyrics. What do you think of that? I think that sort of um, language and behavior has always been in rap music, to be honest. And I know it's not, you know, the 90s or the early 2000s, but um, it doesn't surprise me at all. Does it bother not you? at all. Does it bother you? Does it bother me? Mm. Um, I think it's unacceptable. You think it's unacceptable? Yeah, I, don't, I guess I don't take it personally. I don't know, because I, I don't listen to it. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't listen to, I probably wouldn't listen to it, to be honest, mm. because of that reason, I would say. But then one of my favorite Christmas songs, like it is the best Christmas song. Yeah. The Pogues. Oh, I don't know what song this is. And the bells were ringing out for Christmas. No? Yeah. You know that song, yeah? Mm-hmm. Can you hear my tummy? It's probably proper rumbling no i can't hear your tummy it's, it's all like anyway so in, no i didn't it's just i think it's because like i'm drinking a cup of tea and sometimes it just you can hear it go around because i'm so hungry all the time <laughs> um so in that song they use the faggot word say this again in that song in that christmas song they say faggot How, in what in what context they say oh my goodness i can't even forget the ring you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. What? Oh my God, you don't know this song. Right, I will play it right now. Do they use it in that, that way though? Yeah. I hope they don't. Oh my God. Do you ever notice that before? I mean, I've never really listened to the song. Oh, it's a really good song. Because my favorite Christmas song is obviously Mariah Carey. Yeah, I mean, it's up there in my top 10, but... Top 10? I don't even know that many songs. Anyways. So I, I just know that every time the song comes out, there's always like social people being social, social justice warriors being, oh, they should ban this song or they should remake it without the, you know, and it's, I don't agree with that. I don't like the word. But at the same time, it, that song represents his, historically a time when it was okay to say that word. Because and that we, time is no longer? No. It's true. I guess. But for them, it's okay. Well, who for these two? For Eminem. And actually, I'm just reading up Chance. Um, not Chance. Tyler, the creator, also uses the word and he's been criticized for it. Yeah. Well, you say it's, it's very indicative of rap music, isn't it? So I think so. Um, it's like using the n-word in it as well but that's a bit different because that's supposed to be the whole oh we're taking ownership of the word kind of thing when actually if he's not gay then should he be able to use the word yeah but he says that he uses it as he uses the word bitch and he's like when he calls a girly bitch he's not saying you're a female dog i think that's a really bad word to use for women but then i'm really bad because i say it to guys all the time (laughs) all the time and sometimes i forget where i am and then i'll say it at work (laughs) and i shouldn't have said it but I like I think the way he's saying it, not that I'm justifying it for him, um, but I think the way he's explaining it is that he just looks at it as a derogatory term that isn't about sexuality, it's just a derogatory which I oh, I don't know, I don't agree with. I don't because like I just remember whenever Matthew I can't remember ever pronounced his name, the French rugby player. Matthew Bastero. He said the F word on the pitch once and People went cray cray. That was really bad, though. Yeah, it was bad. He but was saying it to hurt someone and be mean. Well, so was Eminem in the song. I, that's why I think it's unacceptable. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's acceptable to use that word at all. 
yeah, I don't use it. I try not to. Do you think it's acceptable? Well, like for example, I don't know. Is does it make me a double standard if I say yes? It's okay for the Pogues to have it in their song, but I don't. I would never use the word. Um, I want to know what the Pogues. We don't know what their intention is, but I think that I don't think it's a double standard. No, I just don't believe that it's used in the same context. Like Eminem clearly uses it as an insult to a person that is alive. Is this person that's talking about in the Pogues song alive? Oh, well, I think the people in the Pogues song, the girl who sings it, is dead. The guy. No, yeah, but like the context of the song, she's talking to him. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like. I think it's more two characters rather than the two people. If they're using it as, if she's using it as a homophobic slur, then no, that's not acceptable, and it's but a double standard. I think, I think it's just because you love the song. Well, and no, they are Irish, but the um, I think in that he's not gay, and he, well, it's you're still sort of saying in the context of calling somebody a faggot because a lot of the um discussions i've had of street people is surely it's okay to call street people a faggot because they're not gay but it's more the representation of well no you're the word faggot is historically something used against gay people and as such you're actually if you're referring to a straight man as somebody who's a faggot it's still derogatory and very insulting did you say that someone had said if you use that word to someone this is the conversation you had that if you used it against someone who was straight that it wouldn't be yeah, so it was off. It was off the back of the rugby player, and they said, "Well, the guy he called a faggot wasn't gay, so it, it's a total fine word to use." That is ridiculous. I find that ridiculous. You're using the word as an insult. You're demeaning gay people by saying that they're faggots. Yeah, totally. So you're saying that because and if they were that they are less than. Mm-hmm. But then she—that's what she's saying in the song. But then all of it's unacceptable. But I really like that song. Well, you can't listen to it anymore. You can't listen to Eminem song. I I didn't mind it. You can't listen to any song where they say bitches and hoes. Does Beyonce not use the word bitch? Beyonce? Yeah. When? I don't know. I'm asking you. Well, I stopped listening to Beyonce when she started talking, when she started doing like Lemonade and the album before that. You didn't like Lemonade? Well, it's just like, I like melodies and I liked it when she was singing loads. And then when it got all like um, speaking and stuff, I was like, what where about the high notes? Where she's like, trust. Yeah. Sensational. I was like, you've just given up on singing. Because now I, you're just like, this is like lyrical speak or something, you know, like poetry. I think that Formation was a f- fantastic song. It's all right. The song is okay. Okay. Well, it's okay. Um, I, but yeah. I, can't, I can't listen to anything explicit. That's what you're saying. Um, the F yeah. the fuck word's fine. Fuck's fine. That's fine. And what about what about what the c word? Oh, that's a horrible word. I think it's my favorite word. It's a vile word. I never say it unless I really mean it, and that's not often. But anyway, I think that no, I don't think it's right to use that kind of word, especially I guess you're yeah, talking about modern times. I don't know about when the Pogues made this song and what the intention was, but um, you know, Eminem knows what he's doing and what he's saying, and he's saying it as an insult to someone and. I wish that it didn't take words like that to make a song more interesting, but obviously it does. Do you think it makes Eminem homophobic by saying that word? I don't think it makes him homophobic. No, not at all. I mm. think it's a homophobic thing to say. Homophobic slur, but I don't know whether he's against gay people or not. In fact, um, I know that there was a history of it before with Eminem. Um, 
But but Eminem and Elton John, for example, are, are quite close. Who told you that? Elton. He called me up. Elton John told you that? Yeah, he called me up last week. No, well, what did he say? Well, he was just like, hey, girl, it's Elton here. I'm like, Elton who? He's like, Elton JJ. And I'm like, oh, hey, Elton. And he's like, just, you know, me and Eminem are cool. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks for that. And then he hung up. Um, I don't know whether he's homophobic. I don't think it makes him homophobic at all. I just think that um, if you, you know, kids and people that listen to music and young adults and things like that, they'll start saying it as if it's okay. Mm. It's gotten to the point now where people think it's okay to say the N-word, and I don't think that that's acceptable, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he's homophobic. It's saying here that Eminem has performed with and befriended Elton John, you're right, endorsed gay marriage and repeatedly told in interviews that he doesn't actually have any problems with gay people. Mm-hmm. But he continues to sprinkle his lyrics with language that's not hard to construe as homophobic. That's so strange, isn't it? Mm. But like I said, I've read interviews that he doesn't actually believe it's a homophobic word. He doesn't use it in the context of it being homophobic. Say that again? I did read that he doesn't believe he's using it in a context where it's homophobic. But I do think there's something in where people aren't using it for an intention, but then still use words and things like that. It suddenly becomes okay. Well, I think it's so much what we're talking about. He says Eminem has has claimed previously that the use of anti-gay slurs such as dyke and faggot are not actually aimed at the LGBT community. They definitely are owned by those communities, though. But I think it's similar to that, where straight people think it's okay to use the word if it's not directed at a gay person, but even though it is still a massive insult. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's wrong. I think that's crazy. That's like saying if you call someone who's not white, someone who's not black, the N-words, it's okay. I know. This is the exact same argument I've had of those idiots online. But that's not true yet. That's definitely not true in my mind. Not at all. No. Anyway, no, I don't think it's right to use that word. Cool. Well, there we go. That's all I want to talk about. What do you guys think? Who's listening? What do you think? Do you think it's okay to use the F word? No. Who said that? The F word being frog. How is your frog? <laughs> you, you abandoned me. Oh my me. God, you can't get him off your mind. <laughs> He's abandoned me like everybody else. Oh, babes. I was at the gym today for six hours and he did not show up. That's why you lost so much weight. You're just going there looking for this little frog. More mm. little froggy blowjobs. Yep. And he didn't show up. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, do you have anything else to say? No, I don't actually. So that's the end of that. <laughs> well, I just want to say thanks everyone for listening and I want to... Make sure people out there are following us on Instagram, following us on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts on both of the issues we talked about today. Um, so that's whether the, what's your name again? Tess Holiday? Mm-hmm. The Tess Holiday cover on Cosmopolitan and Eminem's use of the F word in his fall song, which also features Bon Iver, which I really like. Oh. Bon Iver. I this song now. Yeah, go on. Are you on Spotify? It's on there. Come Yeah, well, do you know what else is on Spotify? What? Our podcast. You can also oh. subscribe. <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was so smooth. That was sweet, wasn't it? That was as smooth you. as my bollocks because I waxed them. You can subscribe and many other sites such as the ones that you know because I don't remember them. <laughs> well, they're on our website. So if you go to www.honestpod.com, you can get direct links to everywhere. So your friends have no reason not to listen. Thanks, everyone. 
Have a lovely day. <laughs> well, we'll end it there then. All right. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, and I'm sorry again for last week. We have an episode recorded that will never get aired. Never. We'll keep it in the archives. You never know. It'll be released. We'll find it when, you know, we're rich and famous. It'll be the one that got away. <laughs> It'd be like the biography film. <gasps> yep. Yeah, whenever like well, something tragic will happen and we'll make yeah, a, yeah. like you'll die and then I'll make a documentary and then we'll play this as part of the unheard footage. You say I'll die? Yeah, yeah, you'll die. Okay. That's racist. It's not racist. No, I just assume that the black person will die first. Well, that is exactly what I was assuming. But that's not racist. I'm just conditioned that way. <laughs> we need to end this <laughs> right, okay, 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 okay. right bye everyone bye bye <laughs>